This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus name. Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We are in Exodus chapter 26 and verse 7 through 14, and we've got... I got to do some explain. I I got some explaining to do this morning. It is something that we just got. I've got to give you an idea of what's going on here so that you can understand how this is working. All right. We're building a tabernacle and in many ways it is a tent, but it's not really a tent. It's more like a space underneath a tent. And what do you mean? What I mean is there are walls that are made of linen and they've got the angels on it. And you, we talked about that yesterday. And inside these walls, there are going to be curtains, which means there's going to be a common court, which is uh, the biggest area. And it's going to be an area where uh, people could come in and meet and hear the word taught. Then you've got a inner court, which is where the showbread is and where the menorah is, where the big candle is. That represents the bread of life, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And then you've got the Holy of Holies, which is really not very a big area. It's got primarily it's just got the Ark of the Covenant in there. And that's where that's where the sacrifices are made. So you've got this group of rooms. It's three rooms in a row. Okay. And then over the top of these rooms, not like there's a not there's a ceiling in the room, but over the top of them is a tent. It is a tent, but there are coverings over the tabernacle. The tabernacle is the actual rooms where where these things are done, these things that God asks us to do, which is a picture of how we approach him, how we have a relationship with him. That's going on underneath. And then you've got these frames, and we're going to talk about the different, the way the frames are built tomorrow because they represent us. But the truth is that the coverings, which if you ever seen a pup tent, a military pup tent, when they used to have them in rows, they were these V-shaped things. These They were tents. They're not the tents that you think of when you go, although some tents look like that. Some tents look like a rooftop, a V-shaped rooftop. But pup tents in the military used to be, you just set them up next to each other in a row. And, and they just had a V-shape. And they the, the reason we called them tents is they were just a covering so that you could lay up under them. But usually they had an opening on each end. You could close them off, but most of the time they were left open so that the air could flow through and so that it would be cool when you were sleeping. But this these coverings, then there are going to be three of them, three different types of coverings. These coverings go over the top of the tent. They literally cover the tent over. They they are the tent, and then the tabernacle is the rooms and the the it's all, all the furnishings underneath it. So you have 
these walls and the furnishings, and then you got a tent coverings over top. And the coverings are made out of three special materials, okay? And they're really important. And they give us an insight into how God is going to operate. He's going to have three separate coverings here, three things for us to look at. He says the first covering is going to see, he's going to say, and the first covering is like linen, meaning it is something woven together. It's something that you have to take and weave together, except linen is, is not made of animal skin, anything from an animal. It's made from plants. This one is going to be made from animals, but it's going to be a covering. Also, he says, make a curtain of goat hair for the tent over the tabernacle, 11 to get all together. All 11 curtains are to be the same size, 30 cubits long and four cubits wide. Join five of the curtains together into one set and the other six into the other set and fold the six curtains double at the front of the tent. And what they are is they are the initial covering for the tabernacle. They're the tent on the outside. And notice at the very first, it says, make curtains of goat hair for the tent over the tabernacle. Okay, so they're not walls around the tabernacle. They're not extra walls. Those are made of linen and they have insole, beautiful purple and red and gold yarn. And they have the two cherubs on, on them. These are tents that cover over the top. And the first one is made of goat hair. Now that has intense significance because the scapegoat toning sacrifice that Jesus was and the sacrifice that's made that's made as far as the scapegoat is concerned on the day of atonement that that is a picture of that sacrifice that's made it is the primary sacrifice for sin it's where god chooses someone else and places the sin of the whole camp on that animal and then ultimately that's what happens when they choose jesus over barabbas barabbas stands for the people he is really the people of god because his name is barabbas which means son of god or son of the father and barabbas even though he was a sinner and and even though he was a murderer they chose him and placed the sin of all of israel on jesus he was the scapegoat and when they put this curtain, it's not a curtain, when they put this covering over the tabernacle at the very start, when that covering goes over the tabernacle there, it is a picture of God saying, okay, what's going to take place here is I am going to atone for your sins. I am going to do that. It would have been probably black goat hair, which was the best goat hair. It would have been a really a beautiful black color, meaning it's one of those, one of those shiny black tarps it's not a tarp, it's a covering, shiny black pieces of material, and it would have been beautiful. It would have been a, it would have been a beautiful, dark, and by the way, it had been woven so you could see inside of it. You could see, see through it, and the neat thing about goat hair is when it's dry, it would have shrunk down, and it would have, you, air could have blown through it. You could have felt the breeze coming through it. And then when it rains or when it gets wet, it swells up and nothing can get through it. And so the water would have dripped down and, and run down the side of the, the coverings. It keeps you dry during the rain and then it keeps you cool during the, the hot days that they would have had out there in the wilderness. That covering is a, it's a beautiful picture of God covering our sins, atoning for our sins. And, and that's the first covering. It's an important one. 
Then he says, join five, and, and verse 11 says, then make 50 bronze clasps and put them in the loops to fasten the tent together as a unit. As the additional length of the curtains, the half curtains that is left over to hang down at the rear of the tabernacle. So this is going to cover all the way around, all the way around the tabernacle. It's going to be in a B shape at the top. It's going to fall down all around the tabernacle. The tent curtain will be two cubits of size and then will hang over the side of the tabernacle to cover it. Then it says, then it says, make for the tent coverings of ram skin dyed red. And over that covering of the other, that covering of the other durable leather. And this is the New King James Version. And a lot of times it'll translate badger skin. So we've got two skins that are going to be two animal skins that are going to be over the top of it. Now, I don't believe it's badger. In fact, the New King James Version, the modern, the, the most, the newest version of the New King James Version just uses other durable leather in this description. Most people believe that it is porpoise skin or it is a skin that comes from dolphins. It's from the sea. And so <clears throat> you've got two different types of skin. You've got a ram skin that's dyed red. And then you've got porpoise skin. Now, the ram skin is a clear picture of when Moses went up on the mountain and he was going to sacrifice when Abraham went up on the mountain and he was going to sacrifice Isaac. And he was preparing. And some people believe that he actually did kill him. But God provided a, and then God raised him from the dead. But God provided a sacrifice. And that sacrifice was a ram that was caught in the thicket. And that ram is a picture. It's a picture of a sheep. It's a sheep ram. And it's a picture of Jesus as the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, the male lamb that is caught, the ram skin, male sheep that is caught there. And it's the beautiful picture of God's sacrifice of his son for us on the cross. And that's the whole point of that whole story of Abraham and Isaac that we studied way, way back in the book of Genesis. And you've got the covering of the atoning sacrifice and then that is the scapegoat. He, he takes on the sin of the world. And then you've got a picture of the sacrifice for the Jews that they understood that they, the morning sacrifice and the evening sacrifice would have been one of these, one of these sheep that was sacrificed. It's a picture of the continual sacrifice that God has made for us, a provision made for us daily, every day to be with him, to walk with him and to have a relationship with him. And it directly speaks to the Jews. And then over the top of this, you have a sacrifice. And like I said, the new King James version uses now durable leather used to use, used to say badger skin. If you go to other translations, you're going to find it saying something like it, it you, there are innumerable numbers of ways to translate this word. And the reason is because we don't know what it is. We do not know what this word actually translates to being, but we, we do know that there's a strong likelihood because their shoes were made of it and they used to make shoe leather out of corpus skin. We do know that there's strong likelihood that this skin came from a sea animal, not a fish, but a sea animal, which would have been a porpoise, a mammal from the sea. And, and, that is a beautiful, perfect picture of the church. First of all, it's mysterious. We don't know what it is. We don't really, we can't really identify it. In the Old Testament, the church was mysterious. It was unidentifiable. We really didn't know. They really didn't know what God's plan was for the rest of humanity. They knew what God's plan was for everybody uh, that was a Jewish, 
but they didn't know what God's plan was for the rest of humanity. They didn't know that they were supposed to be a light to the Gentiles, but why be a light to the Gentiles if there's nothing going to happen, if, they, if it's not going to do anything, if there's none gonna, not going to be in value for that? There had to be a plan for the Gentiles, or there would really be no reason to be a light to the Gentiles. So there was a light to the Gentiles. There's a plan for God to be at work in the world with the Gentiles, but it's a mystery. They don't know. Just like this word used for that I'm reading is durable loving. We, we didn't, they didn't know what it was. What's neat about it is there's a strong likelihood it came from the sea, and the sea is a picture of the Gentiles. The land is a picture of the Jews. The sea is a picture of the Gentiles. So you've got this dyed red leather animal covering, uh, this skin that comes from a sheep, uh, a ram, a male sheep, and then you've got this covering that comes from some sea animal. And one sheep would be a picture of the Jews, and a sea animal would definitely be a picture of the Gentiles. And so in this relationship with God, in this perfect picture of how to approach God, over the top you first got an atoning sacrifice covering, then you have it followed by a picture of God's daily provision for the Jews. And then over the very, very top of it would have been this mysterious skin that comes from porpoises, probably, that is perfect for protecting everything. And it's over the top. It's the last covering that's put on. And it's a perfect picture of the church. And God is in the business of doing these beautiful pictures that even when they are not clear, they clearly indicate something that would be not clear at that time. And I think that is just absolutely fabulous. When I study this and realize God, God is always at work doing these neat things that the people back then may not have even been able to really understand. And in the light of time and history and in the light of his son, especially now we can see them with clarity and understanding. And I believe that God is showing us, even in the wilderness, that he has a plan for the Jews. He has a plan for the Gentiles. He has a plan through his son Jesus as the atoning sacrifice for sin, the final sacrifice that's no, no more needed. He gives us all those pictures just in, just in about seven verses and says, those who approach me are going to approach me under these coverings that I have made for you. And there's doesn't really get a whole lot better than that. And I, I as I, I get up on this Tuesday morning, it's a little bit, it's a little bit overcast and we're right at the, still at the start of the week and got lots to do. I have court this morning as we go out and see a new day, maybe not all that excited about it. I can look and say that throughout time and history and space, God has made a day and made a way for me. And he sends me a signal in his word that even though you think your days are just meaningless and a drudgery and I'm not sure exactly what all is going to happen and, and a struggle, even though all that is going on, I have looked through time and space. I, I live in time and space. I live in all of it. And I've provided for you. And the day I've made for you is important and good and holy and right. And so you live it out and let me show you myself in it. And I will make you, I'll make your name great. I'll make you a great people that are my people. 
and it's good to be a part of God's family. Different ways, different ways he has shown us himself throughout his word, but they all draw us back to the only way, which is Jesus. And I pray that you'll have a wonderful day. I pray that you'll see God in the quiet moments of today and that you'll realize that God made a covering for you, even in that wilderness out there of some unknown, durable love. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.